Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Nostalgic. I'm your host, Peter. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. For this episode, we're doing the new release movie, It, the 2017 version. Uh, this movie was directed by Andy Muschietti. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, but people know him uh, from Mama and some other horror movies as well. And it also stars uh, Jaden Lieberher uh, as Bill, Jeremy Ray Taylor as Ben, Sophia Lillis as Beverly, Finn Wolfhart as Richie, Chosen Jacobs as Mike, Jack Dylan Grazer Eddie, Wyatt Olaf as Stanley, and Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. Um, I, I guess I forgot to mention that joining me on this review is uh, my buddy John. Say, say uh, hi, John. Hey. Okay, so we both watched it, and we are literally in the parking lot right now. For those that have not heard a um you know my new releases before uh basically I'm going to give you a non-spoiler review that way for those that have not yet seen the movie this will give you the opportunity to um just hear what we have to say and then you know I'll give you guys the chance to uh, pause the episode if you have not seen it um but we will keep it non-spoiler uh we'll also give our recommendations uh whether to watch it in the movie theater um things of that nature uh john starting with you i just wanted to get your um what what was your expectations for this movie uh it you know being a remake of the 1990 uh tv two-part movie well i uh had actually not seen the original, but just knowing from what my wife says about it, she was extraordinarily scared of it as a child and still is and would not come to the showing tonight. So I guess I just had the expectation of it being at least a halfway decent horror movie. Now, um, if if I'm not mistaken, you actually like horror movies, don't you? Um, I enjoy them when they're good and I guess well done. Okay, and for me, I have seen the original It movie, and actually just in the last couple of weeks for the very first time, uh, it's not a movie that I grew up watching. Um, I'm not exactly sure why, it's just one of those that I miss, but I'm not a big horror guy anyway, uh, so my expectations coming into this, having seen the original It movie, uh, I was, uh, obviously that movie is really dated, uh, I hoped that the writing was better, um, what they did do here was they were able to manage to um, take out a whole hour, right? So this one clocks in at 2.15, whereas the original movie is uh, three hours in, I think, nine or ten minutes. Uh, for those that are uh, interested in perhaps a comparison and discussion on the It original movie and also the remake, check out my other show that I do called Original Remake. We will be uh, doing an episode of the It movies um, coming up here in a few days. So for this one, I'm going to keep any kind of comparisons to um, the original uh, to a minimum. If anything, is more so going to be about Pennywise, I, I feel. Um, but for me, I, I just hoped that the effects looked good, you know, that it wasn't going to be too much CGI. Uh, my One of my uh, nitpicks about the original It movie, I felt from what I had heard from people who grew up, you know, being scared of that movie and being scared of Pennywise. For me, watching the original movie, I just thought they, I thought Tim Curry's Pennywise was overexposed. Like they showed him uh, way too often. 
and at times it can get really silly. So for this one, you know, I think they toned it back a little bit, and I think it was really effective that when he is on screen, he is something to kind of be feared. Yeah, I actually was almost thinking the opposite. I I thought that, you know, I mean, you mentioning that Tim Curry was in it too much could definitely be a problem. But they definitely tried to go uh, the more, like, Jaws route. Like, we're going to hide the hide the creature and, you know, it'll come out in important moments and make it more effective. But I thought that probably would have liked to hear Pennywise more, um, I think, would be my, my, my biggest thing. I would have liked to, to just to hear him speak more. Okay, um, I I can I can see that. Um, I I feel like they toned back his character a little bit more too. Uh, I think from the original series. Uh, again, I've only seen uh, the two parter one time. Uh, again, that was recently, and uh, I'll be honest, I was a little bored. Um, uh, the 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 TV movie was just way too dated for me, and I felt the the actors were a little stale or dry you know they were not interesting to watch you know and uh, and also what this one uh, doesn't do is they don't show us the grown-up version of the kids and I don't think that's spoiler you know I mean that kind of makes sense why the the movie is an hour or shorter it doesn't uh, toggle between the two different timelines and um, let's talk uh, about the kids you know there's about six or seven of them in here uh, how did you think they did I think they did great I I have a particular problem with most uh, movies starring kids because I don't feel like the director ever gets um, a great performance out of them or not ever but most of the time it's hard and you know movies like super eight where it is well done and you know, Stranger Things, obviously, probably being the closest related to this. And it also just great performances out of all the kids. They all did such a great job. It was really well done. It really is well done. And I'm not a guy who sees a whole lot of new release movies or, um, again, horror movies. But watching this movie, it, it really brought me back to... Um, Stand By Me, and I'm not sure if that's because that was actually the last movie that I reviewed uh, on this podcast, but I haven't seen a movie in a long time that had a bunch of uh, kid actors who had very um, witty and uh, their the conversations, the dialogue, you know, between one another. It's uh, It was very humorous, you know, and I didn't find it cheesy like the 1990 movie. So I thought the dialogue was uh, well written in here. I thought everything um, was really funny. I thought the jokes were really funny. And at many times you wouldn't expect a joke and something would come out and it'd make you laugh. And I don't, uh, and I thought it was a great balance between you know, um, scaring the audience and also making them laugh as well, which is kind of unique. Uh, what did you think about that? Did that bother you at all? Did you feel that uh, they should kind of um, maybe not blend that the the two elements together? Again, I thought that was perfect. It was it was a great blend. It, you know, when whenever a movie can make you switch emotions so quickly, I think they're doing a good job. 
Yeah, the um, one of the characters uh, I want to give a shout out to is uh, Jeremy Ray Taylor, who plays Ben. I thought he was really great, and a lot of times it wasn't really his dialogue; it was his facial reactions. I thought I thought he was um, on point with that. Um, the the lead who plays Bill, the one with the um, the stutter, I actually thought I I bought into his stutter. Um, Jonathan Brandis, who was the original Bill. I don't know if it's because I knew Jonathan Brandis and other things that I didn't buy the stutter, but this one, I feel that people who really stutter, there's a, um, a thing that they do with their mouth, you know, whether it be the the, the muscles in their lips or something. There, there's something that this kid, uh, Jaden Lieberher, does that makes me think that he could possibly be a person that really stutters. Um, and that didn't seem to get in the way at all. Uh, I, I thought he was a, um, he, he didn't overdo the stutters. And I think the, the big surprise here. Okay. So Richie, Richie, who's played by Finn Wolfhard, pe- uh, most people will know him from Stranger Things. That was a surprise to see him in here. Uh, I thought he was also really good, but I, I thought that he looked a lot like the, um, Corey Feldman character from step by me uh teddy uh the the glasses is kind of what took me there but jack dylan grazer who plays eddie i think he has all the quips and um you know he kind of reminds me of uh the the kid aaron from full house you know that little smart ass michelle's friend Uh, that's who he kind of reminded me of and i thought he was great yeah he was i mean <laughs> some of the things he would he would say and do is just like man where did that come from is it, it was really funny and he he held it together like his his expressions and his mannerisms were all they were all on point yeah I feel like these kids were probably casted because um they are probably just playing like an exaggerated versions of themselves you know so i don't um i don't know i i don't know these kids obviously they're pretty much all new faces to me but i feel that maybe they were casted by the way they actually were but um even the uh the young lady here Sophia Lillis, uh, who plays Beverly Marsh, I thought she was great too um there's a scene that they also kind of did in the original where um I'm not gonna I don't think it's spoiler anyway but I'll you know kind of be vague about it but there there's a scene where she's looking in the mirror and it's very emotional and I don't remember if there's any music playing or anything like that but uh this movie was um done really well and they weren't trying to move things along right I mean this is 2:15 and at no point did I feel it dragging or anything like that uh, I thought it was well paced and uh, I'm just glad that they didn't try to like keep this at an hour and a half just because the movie, the original movie was extremely long. And I think what they did here was try to really keep the integrity of that story and actually just try to make it not as cheesy, you know, just try to placate to the modern audience, I guess, you know, because they, they did some shaky cam and they did some pretty... I'd, I'd hate to use the word tropey, but some pretty, um, you know, cliche and tropey camera tricks and uh, things that you would see in other horror movies as well. But they, they do do some things different. Um, do you have anything else you want to maybe talk about over the non-spoiler before we get into some of the things we did like about the movie? Yeah, I guess I'd like to add that, uh, you know, I actually grew up in a town called Derry, New Hampshire. Um, 
you know, it's, it's not like Dairy Main. It's, it's a little bit bigger, but they, they certainly, uh, grabbed the feeling of what a small New England town feels like. Um, I, I can't necessarily relate to the way the kids spoke with each other or, uh, all right, let me just wait for the spoilers just in case. Overall, though, the they they grab the feeling of what a small New England town is like, and I mean, you know, what Stephen King grew up and still lives in. Okay, um, let me see. The a couple other things here for the non spoilers. Uh, we did look up to see if there was going to be any stingers or anything like that. There's no extra scenes. Um, however, there is some sound effects. If you want to stay to the very end for that, for me, I didn't think it was worth it at all. Um, so again, after the credits start rolling, that's pretty much it. Unless you want to hear some sound effects, I'm not going to spoil what that is. Um, but no, again, no extra scenes. Would John? Would you recommend seeing this in the theaters? I would. I always recommend seeing a movie in the theaters. Um, you know, unless it's something that. I'm truly not interested in this. This is, it's a good one to see. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I really did enjoy it. I, I think uh, you got to see this in the theater, especially if you want to uh, be scared. That was one of my other expectations. I don't know if I mentioned it, but I definitely wanted a good scare. Um, and I definitely got that. I wouldn't mind seeing it again in the theater. Um, I know we just saw it and we haven't quite processed the movie yet, but would you be able to give this some kind of rating, like out of 10? Um, I'd probably give it a, a 7 out of 10. Um, there there were some things that, you know, I really enjoyed the movie, but there, there were just some things writing-wise that I, I didn't necessarily agree with. So that's all I'll say for now. Okay, um, 7 out of 10 sounds good. I think I'm going to jump on that with you. Um Okay, so the, the whole hour that is missing from this remake, I wonder if there's some things that um, I can use more of, if that would change like the, the tone of the movie. Would would it you know kind of meander? I'm not sure. Um, we can probably discuss that in the spoilers as well. Um, but that's it. Two recommends from us. Both of us give it a 7 out of 10. Don't stay uh, to the very end. Uh, you know, Go ahead and leave after the credits start rolling. Uh, so that's all we got for now. I'm going to go ahead and play uh, a, a trailer at this point, again, to give you the opportunity to pause this podcast, go watch it, come back, and then hear what we have to say. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about some of the scenes we liked and maybe what frightened us. And so, again, last chance, pause now. I saw something. A clown. Yeah, I saw him too. <laughs> All right, we're back, and if you're still listening, either you have seen the movie or you don't care to get spoiled because you've seen the original and you're like, oh, how different could it be? Uh, well, John does uh, has not seen the original, so he uh, wouldn't be able to kind of um, you know tell you the difference. But for me, I, again, I'm going to kind of reserve uh, a lot of my comparisons to the original for my other podcast, Original Remake. Again, check that out when we do that episode. Um, John, do you, did you want to start off with, with the boys or something? Um, sure. Yeah. They're, so they're a good group of kids. They definitely, uh, seemed like they had some sort of camaraderie that they, they developed. Uh, 
You know, so I guess a small problem I had with it was some of the language they used. You know, not to sound like a prude, I just I just couldn't relate because I I didn't talk with my friends in that way, but I'm sure you know kids did. So, you know, maybe other people have a better time relating to that. Um, I just sometimes I just thought it was a little jarring. I I get what you're saying. Um, I was not as vulgar as they were, but it really wasn't bad. Even like Bill, Bill didn't swear too much. No, no, he didn't. Um, it was like I said, it wasn't too bad. I, I'm just just it's it's just a very small thing. Just a preference. Yeah, just just a preference, I guess. It it like like Peter said, if 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 it was maybe less of the whole group and and just focused onto one of the characters, I, it probably would have been a little bit uh less jarring. The, the exchanges between them, though, it, it was pretty funny, uh, I, I gotta say. Um, what were some of the, okay, so I'm trying to think back to some of the jump scares. Do you feel like they were earned? Do you recall if there were, uh, any of them, you know, like the fake jump, jump uh, scares? Um, I can't really recall too many jump scares. I, I feel like they tried to avoid that trope, uh, you know, as, as best you can in a horror movie, but there, there was one instance, uh, towards the end with the woman from the painting that, that made me at least shudder, like in my seat. I, you know, I, maybe I couldn't tell if I was like feeling for the character that was being attacked or, you know, or what, but it, it definitely made me, made me move. <laughs> I, I think the one time, um, that I really had to kind of, you know, quickly look away because I knew it was coming because it was so tropey. It was when um Bev Beverly was in the bathroom and then the the camera kinda pans from right to left and then it's like Pennywise's arm and you know, grabs her by the throat. Uh so I knew that was coming and I flinched and I think a lot of people still like reacted to it. Um there was this guy that was probably about two seats away from me and I could see him in my peripheral and his hands would go up anytime the kids are about to do something kind of mildly stupid. He'd be like, what are you doing? And I'm thinking, dude, you're in here watching a horror movie. I mean, this is what they're going to do. But he was really, uh, really physical in, you know, in his mannerisms. So I saw his hands like go up a lot, kind of like, what are you guys doing? Don't do that. But at least he wasn't vocal about it. Yeah, it was, um, what I liked was that the movie actually kind of made you almost jump at the some of the fears in that were real in the world um you know basically phobias that these kids had they all had their individual phobia and could relate to eddie with you know having fears of things that are dirty or gross or just you know man that mess it messes with me (laughs) you're talking about gray water Gray water, yeah. Well, they got in the definition wrong. Gray water is usually water that's used, uh, like you washed your hands with it or something like that. Black water would be things that you don't want to go near. But they, but yeah, the gray water. Speaking of Eddie, what do you think about his mom and her, um, what is it called? Monchausen by proxy? Yeah. So again, focusing on real world fears that people have, you know, she, she has an extraordinary fear of losing her child and to anything. So she is basically feeding him fake medication to make him think that he is, you know, allergic to all these different things and that he should be afraid of the outside world and basically putting all these fears inside of him, you know, and that's something he has to overcome in the movie. 
Yeah, I find it interesting that they all seem to be, um, you know, the, the, the kids, they all come from a single parent home and all of their parents are also uh, really bad. And I mean, we have an attempted rape scene, you know, from the father, uh, Beverly's father. Um, and Mike's parents uh, are absent because they die, died in a fire. Uh, there, there's one thing that I feel like I remember from a trailer uh, that I we didn't get here. But wasn't there a scene where they flipped through the pages and it looked like Pennywise was going to like run towards them? You know, I can't remember that from the trailer specifically, but I... They, they they use that a few times in the movie where they flip through pages or through photographs and um, Pennywise or a figure in the in the picture starts to move or change zoom in on um, they they did a lot of stuff like that. Oh, what what do you think about that very first death? Uh, with uh, what is it, Gordy over by the Georgie. S- Georgie? Um, by the see Gordy's from Stand by Me again. I recently just re- <laughs> I just reviewed Stand by Me. Um. Georgie uh, over by the sewer drain. I thought that was a great way to open the movie. You know, there's just showing Georgie, um, just start starting to set up the feel of you know watching a horror movie, being being there with the character. He's running after this uh, paper boat he made. Um, it goes down a drain, and he meets Pennywise, and you know Pennywise is just like totally starts to befriend Georgie, you know, to try and uh, get his trust. And then as Georgie is about to walk away, he bites his arm and rips it off and there's blood everywhere. And that's not something you usually see coming out of like a small child's, you know, body. It's just like, it it was shocking. It it was, it was definitely, uh, it was, it was, it was a good scene. Yeah, the blood really um, bleeds all over the the puddle too, and you can kind of see it from this uh, woman's vantage point. Um, I do like um, Bill Skarsgård. Uh, uh, I like his portrayal of Pennywise. The way he, t- he was talking to Gorg- Georgie um, was really like how like an adult would talk to uh, like you know a toddler or something like that. And I, I don't think um, Tim Curry was quite like that. I, again, I saw the movie the one time, um, but this one, yeah, his, the, the, the way he moves and twitches and all that, it's really unsettling. Um, another thing I like about Pennywise, it always seems to be, uh, it, it looks like he's just salivating the, the entire time. Like his mouth is always just drooling. Um, but his eyes, uh, I, I do like the fact that um, Bill Skarsgård, he can move one eye i guess is something that you read yeah he can move his eyes individually or independent from each other um they originally had planned on using cg for that but uh he was able to do it physically and that's what ended up in final cuts uh what are some other scenes that really stuck out to you is there anything that maybe you thought we could have done without um now i know there's probably a couple scenes that you probably uh didn't really care for involving animals well i mean i am vegan and you know that's a but again it's a movie like they they had the the logo at the end you know no animals are harmed in the making of the film and they they movies have to follow pretty stringent guidelines so as long as they had the clear they're 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 good um but you know it makes you very much dislike characters abusing animals or attempting to abuse animals. So uh, that that was one of the, the things that 
you know, I couldn't relate to again was the, the small town bully, like being extraordinarily aggressive, uh, you know, not, not like something I'd really heard before. So it, it was shocking to see the things that the bully would do to, to, to the other kids. Yeah. Especially like carving an H into Ben's stomach. Yeah. I thought that was just like, I had, you know, I mean, they're trying to build the character and show you like how he got that way. And I guess that they, him being the son of a cop, an abusive cop, um, you know, maybe, maybe somebody could end up being that way, but man, it was, you know, that was a lot. It went far. Yeah, it, it kind of did. Um, I like <laughs> what's really funny is that, uh, what they do with, with Bill, uh, no, not Bill, Ben, um, two B names. They're Ben's the fat kid. The, they gave him this, this trait, I guess, is, uh, he, he's a big new kids on the block fan. Thought that was hilarious. It was, it was great. And, uh, they played off it well. They really did. My, my favorite scene or favorite part of that was when Beverly walks off and then, you know, there's this beat and then, um, Ben's like, please don't go girl. And he's kind of explaining just to the audience, like it's, it's the name of one of the songs. And, um, in this movie, they do a great job at, uh, really, you know, dressing up the scenes uh, as 1989. Um, there's this marquee, you know, the movie theater in the background. You see that they're playing, you know, 1989 Batman and also Lethal Weapon 2. And then to show Passage of Time, later on they show that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is playing too. So that's all, that's all pretty cool stuff that they do. Um, there's one point where uh, at the end, uh, it's Bill and Beverly that are talking. Beverly, that's another B name. Um, they were talking and then he asks her something about Portland and the entire audience like reacted to that. And I'm thinking, come on guys, there's a Portland, Maine too. So yeah, I was just, it, it was kind of funny. Everyone's just like, Ooh, oh, Portland. And I was like, there, there was a Portland, Maine long before there was a Portland, Oregon. Uh, fun fact, uh, before it was Portland, Oregon, it was almost Boston, Oregon. Yeah. I've heard that uh, a lot of people have told me. Yeah, it came down to a coin flip. Um, I kid you not. Uh, what else uh, about the movie? Um, did you like the end scene where they actually went down into the well? Yeah, I thought it was really interesting to finally see, you know, after building up, uh, you know, the mystery of uh, of what the well was and then going down into it and seeing all of the the stuff Pennywise has collected from his victims over the years. It's just this tower. I mean, it's what I imagine the Iron Throne would look like, um, but just children's toys. It, it was it was really creepy. Yeah, creepy indeed. Um, when I first saw it, I didn't know they were floating. Uh, it, it took me a moment to figure out that they were actually floating. I thought it was something a little bit more sick, you know, like a um, you know, like a child's mobile. You know, like above a crib, I thought it was a bunch of kids attached to something like that, uh, because they were kind of circulating, uh, you know, in this, you know, this motion. And I just thought they were hanging from rope or string or something. So yeah, the scene was, uh, pretty, pretty crazy. I was hoping for something, um, a little bit more about Pennywise, like back in the days, you know, because we see a lot of, uh, like in the books that Ben shows the other kids. It looks like uh, there's a carnival. I, I want to see a little bit more about that. I mean, we do get exposition, and that's fine. But um, I don't know. I, I would like to see like Pennywise before he was Pennywise. You know, I I think that might add a little something to his character. 
Um, I'm trying to think what else uh, I do like about it. They they really play up on how the adults in this town are just uh, terrible adults. I was just thinking about the pharmacist. You know, he was really creepy too. The the whole Lois Lane uh, line that that was really creepy. A, a lot of people reacted to that in a negative way in our audience as well. Uh, but speaking of the audience, actually, it was a pretty decent turnout for a Thursday night showing. Yeah, it was, you know, it's starting to get heated there with the, the seat selection. Um, it, the whole, I mean, it's 945, the whole, almost the whole theater is filled. Yeah, I would say so. It's uh, definitely over, hmm, close to three quarters, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Definitely over that. I, you know, if you do plan on seeing this movie on the weekend, you should probably show up just a little bit earlier than normal. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, at any point now, um, talking about the kids here, did you did you feel that Beverly was a lot older than them? Yeah, it's it's a frustrating thing that you know happens in movies, television, just any media in general in our culture is just the over sexualization of young women or ladies. It's just. It was kind of a lot. It was a little bit overbearing, uh, and I felt unnecessary at some points, but that's the society. Yeah, it's kind of like when they were all um, sitting around watching her like sunbathe, I guess, and they're, they're in their tidy whities So I'm just like, all right, this scene's kind of going on a little long. Like, I, I, I get it. You know, they're kind of watching a girl in her underwear, you know, just laying there, which I thought that was all kind of funny, too, their time over at the river together. Um, I feel the character of Mike was definitely underused. That is the, the, the black kid, uh, given very little to do and also very little dialogue. Yeah. They, it seems like, you know, they tried. No, I'm not even going to say tried. They didn't really try. They, they had some short exposition about like his backstory and some, they, they explained that his fear was fire, but they never once showed like that happenings in the movie which i was really surprised by i'm like you're going through all these other kids fears and his you just completely throw to the wayside and i feel like his character was only picked on just because he is black that's that's really it so now i guess the bully is also racist and not just uh, picking on the other kids for for being like geeks definitely not unbelievable for 1980s new england um, any other things, um, you know, again, we're not going to get too detailed here. Um, I, I think we've said all we can say in the non-spoiler and the, the scary scenes. I, I really like it when, you know, they're in, in the basement, they show us a lot of these things, uh, early on w- without Pennywise. And then when we return, it's like, okay, how are they going to reveal Pennywise to us now? I feel it really builds up that tension that way because when they go to a certain spot for the first time, you're like, all right, he's going to show up, right? And then they'll cut the scene and like nothing happens. And then when we go back, then we'll, we'll see something. And that's what I like about this movie is because I feel a lot of the jump scares were earned and I thought this was legit scary. Yeah, they definitely built suspense. You know, that was, was one of the, one of the things they they did well, um, and that's what you need for horror. You know, is to to be able to do that. I guess one other thing I want to touch on was the the adults, their bad behavior. Uh, super passive, also about the way you know kids being lost. Um, 
you know, they just kind of accept it as fact. Kids being bullied, again, just accept it as fact. It's almost like Pennywise has the town under some sort of spell. You don't really, you don't really, it doesn't feel like everyone is 100% together. Yeah, I kind of get what you're saying. I wonder if it could have been something um, that had to do with the well and maybe there's some kind of scene that we didn't get, but... Because there, there's one point where they're looking at the map, which, by the way, that garage scene was pretty great as well when freaking uh, Pennywise came out of the, the screen. Um, I think that uh, scared a lot of people. But in that scene, we find out that all these disappearances and uh, where the, the kids go missing or whatever, they, it all leads up to the well house. And I feel like maybe there's something there that... Um, you know, kind of, kind of to what you're saying, whether it's a, a curse or there's something in the water, you know, that the parents are drinking and making people this way. So it is really interesting for sure. Um, I, 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 I would buy this on Blu-ray. I want to check out the commentary and all that good stuff for sure. Just to kind of, um, see, you know, kind of pick the filmmakers' minds really. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, uh, maybe there's some extended scenes or deleted scenes. Or even maybe some storyboarded scenes that weren't put in the movie. I know they had completely cut out. They had wanted to do, I guess, a, a scene from the book where they go through the origins of of where it came to Earth or something like that. It was going to be this whole CGI sequence, and they just deemed it too expensive. But maybe we could get a storyboarded um, version of that. So yeah, I would definitely buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, um, so I think that will wrap up uh, our review, our instant review of 2017's It. Uh, if you guys have seen it and uh, have something to kind of counter what we said, you know, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, you can actually find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podstalgic uh, for any of my other content. I also host another um, podcast called We Got Five. Both of these shows can be found at cartemparts.com. Again, uh, original remake. We will be comparing both uh, the 1990 and the 2017 It movies. Uh, you can find original remake at followingfilms.com. All of these podcasts can be found on Stitcher, uh, iTunes, or I guess is now Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, anywhere you can find podcasts. So uh, again, I want to thank John for joining me on this review, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.